You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. Very good, From Los Angeles, California, and Maria Menounos, and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies, this is AfterBuzz TV's The Voice Of. The Voice Of is a long-form interview series featuring the voice talent behind your favorite characters and announcers from TV, movies, the internet, and video games. And now, from the world's number one TV after-show platform, this is AfterBuzz TV's The Voice Of. Hey guys, and welcome to The Voice Of. I'm Dave Klein, and I am joined here by the amazingly talented Cassandra Morris. Thank you so much for joining me. Hi, thanks for having me. Of course. And you have a really big series going on right now, if we just jump right into it, which is Sword Art Online. Mm -hmm. Tons of fans right now for your character. So what is it like? I mean, did you know how big Sword Art Online was before you got into it? I did not. I mean, you never kind of really know how the U.S. audience is going to react. Even if something's big in Japan, it might not necessarily be big here. Especially with a storyline like Sword Art Online's, which is pretty controversial because, you know, people say it has hints of incest and things like that. Just a little bit with Leafa. Just Just a a little little bit. bit. Yeah. (laughs) So, I mean, you never really know, like, how that is going to be received. But it it was actually really positive and I've had, like, really positive feedback to my portrayal of her character. Oh, that's great. Because everyone was like, oh, it's cousins so it's cool because it's cousins right <laughs> but she didn't know that it was her cousin yeah so you have to like excuse her for that spoiler alert sorry everybody i'm sure people watching i okay, assume okay. no sword art line i'm sue that's i mean you've done voices for a long time as well though so this isn't your first but i'm curious though because you started um you graduated from nyu with uh-huh. a degree in journalism so how did that transfer into voice work Well, I have actually been acting since I was about 12 years old professionally. So it was something that I've always done, and I went to college and got a degree as kind of like a backup career. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, well, that makes a lot of sense. So you've been doing, okay, I didn't realize you've been doing it for so long. So when did you actually start doing voices then? Because at least as far as IMDb is concerned, it was around 2006. Um, yeah, you know, IMDb doesn't track things like radio commercials and TV commercials yeah. and things like that. And I've been doing those since I was about 12 years old. Okay, so yeah, long, so long I've been time. doing it for a long time, yeah. Yeah. So since you do so many voices, you do anime, you do cartoons, you do audiobooks mm-hmm. and also commercials, apparently. Yeah. What is your favorite one to do? Um... Oh, man, I can't even pick a favorite genre. It's like trying to pick a favorite child. Yeah, I'm sure it's all different, too, <laughs> yeah, for the way I mean, you do it. Each each genre has its its good points and its, you know, not-so-good points. Like, I love doing audiobooks because I love to read, and I've always been kind of bookish, and I love to write, so that, like, kind of makes sense for me to be a storyteller. Um, I love doing animation because it's like you're bringing a character to life, and, yeah. you know, a lot of the times it's on TV, so it's a little bit more high-profile, and that's really exciting. Video games, I, I feel like I've renewed my love for video games by voicing them. Um, it's just, like, awesome to, like, play a game that you were in, like, yeah. and, like, hold it in your hand and, like, be that character. I don't know. It's it's really fun. And then, like, radio is just, it's just fun to, like, I mean, I listen to the radio all the time and, like, yeah. hearing yourself pop up. You're like, oh, hey, that's me. <laughs> okay, so I actually have to ask you to move your mic to the right a little bit. I'm sorry okay. to do it live, but, yeah, just, like, a little bit so it's more this in front of you. heavy. Yeah, it's, 
High duty. Really All right. <laughs> We're getting the thumbs up from the studio. Okay, Perfect. so now everybody can hear me. Yes. Now you sound beautiful. Yeah, just repeat everything. I'm sure it's okay. fine. I'm sure it's okay. alright. But okay. um I'm I'm actually a big gamer, so to oh, me cool. when I saw like, oh, League of Legends, Bravely Default, I was yeah. like, that is really cool. So do you actually play I mean you said you play some of them. I mean mm-hmm. do you play League of Legends? Do you get really into that? Because people are really into League of Legends. No, you know, I haven't delved into League of Legends, yeah. but I am so into Bravely Default. Yeah, like, that's the one for me. Like, yeah, I'm, I'm more of a Bravely like Default guy. I to that yeah. game. Oh, my gosh. I had a flight recently, and I was the whole time I was like, ah! <laughs> Yeah, that's what it's perfect for. And I mean, you're just telling me you're flying out to Bali, so there you go. Uh-huh. You can play Bravely Default on the way. 3DS all the way. Perfect. And yeah. you also did Dead or Alive 5, Final mm-hmm. Fantasy games, Rune Factory. I actually, I like Rune Factory a lot. That's one of my types of games. Cool. So, yeah, you've been doing it for a while, so yeah. that's great. And, yeah, so then as far as anime goes, you said it's really cool to be on TV and end up Mm -hmm. like that. So of the big roles that you've had, do you have one that you really connected with? Um, hmm, connected with? Yeah. I would say probably Ritsu from K-On!, um, she's just like a normal schoolgirl, and she loves music, and she loves hanging out with her friends. She's a drummer. Um, she's kind of crazy. She's a leader. I just, like, I see most of myself in Ritsu. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then Leafa, like, I don't, like, I feel for her. Like, my heart breaks for her. I kind of see her as, like, my little sister. Yeah. And I want to be like, it's going to be okay. You're a really strong person. Like, you're going to survive this. It's, um, yeah, it's a yeah. little sad, like, watching him, like, oh, I feel I know, so bad for her. I'm That's all like, I feel the whole time is bad for her. I know, and I want, because, you know, they're doing SAO2. Yeah. I really would like to see Leafa end up with somebody who loves her and cares about her and is not related to her. Yeah, that, that'd be good. Yeah. <laughs> that'd be a plus. Yeah. yeah, and hopefully, yeah, who loves her who isn't interested in someone else. So yeah, yeah, I know. So, like, it's all about her because she deserves that. Yeah, absolutely. She should not be second fiddle. No, no, she shouldn't. She deserves more than that. And so from you doing books, though, and audiobooks, you do a lot of books like Gossip Girl and Pretty Little Liars. And from doing research and looking into what you do, it seems like you're really into fashion. So is that uh, a side of you that you really enjoy being able to explore in the audiobooks? Yeah, absolutely. When I found out I was going to be the Gossip Girl audiobook narrator, I was so stoked. And then the same for Pretty Little Liars. Funny story. So, usually when I record, I record with an engineer, and it's, like, some dude who, like, this is his side gig, what he really does is music, like, a 20-something, like, grungy dude, um, could care less about what's going on, like, in teen girl pop culture. Every single engineer that I recorded with and every engineer that edited the book was so into Pretty Little Liars. Really? Yeah, because it's like a whodunit. And you don't know. Like, Sarah Shepard, the author, she is so good at, like, creating page turners and characters that you really care about. So, yeah, I just love to be part of that world. And all the guys loved it. So, guys should watch Pretty Little Liars. And listen to the audiobooks, too. No, that sounds cool to me. I'm like, maybe I should read Pretty Little Liars. Because I love those types of books. You'll be so into it. And then The Lion Game, which is kind of like a spin... It's not a spin-off with the same characters, but it's like the same thing. There's, you know, a mystery. It takes like seven books to solve it. That one is really good, too. See, I I didn't know if you actually had engineers, though, when you were doing audiobooks. I assumed that was a little more on your own because it's so... I don't know, you do so much work for an audiobook. Because you have to do paragraph upon paragraph. Oh, yeah. You just basically read for six hours straight. And yeah. I usually take a break, like, every hour and a half. And then I take lunch after, like, three hours. So it's it's like running a marathon. Yeah, to me, I imagine that being the hardest one to do. Yeah, not everybody likes it. Um, I, I like it because I love reading. 
But it's definitely, like, you have to, like, keep your voice in good condition. Yeah. Like, you cannot, like, go out the night before and yell a lot. Um, you can't really talk much at the end of the day, but... Yeah. I really like it. Well, how so. many characters? Like, how hard is it to remember all the characters when you get to each one? Um, I usually... Okay, what we do is when we're recording, every time a new character comes, the engineer will mark it. Yeah. So then if I get to a character that I haven't voiced in, like, 100 pages, and I'm like, who is Mrs. Moran? <laughs> They'll, like, go back and, like, play me what I originally okay. did for her. Yeah. So it's pretty easy. That's something I've always wondered when I'm listening to audiobooks. I'm like, how do they remember? Technology. Mind blown! <laughs> what is that? I don't even know what that is. <laughs> It reminds me a lot of Sword Art Online. Oh, yeah, <laughs> so, yeah. So you see that transition, the, the loop right back to it? things that we can do. Yeah, that was, was a good transition. Thank you, even though I ruined hosting. it by talking about it. But that's, that's okay. all right. Yeah. Okay. But yeah, so Sword Art Online, how much fandom do you actually get from that and people coming up to you and like knowing who you are because of Sword Art Online? Well, it really happens, like it doesn't really happen in day-to-day life because most people don't know what I look like. Right. That's what but I imagine at conventions. Uh, at conventions, though, um, that's when you get fans coming up to you. And, like, I mean, pretty much everybody said really nice things. Yeah. Which is good. Like, I'm I'm very happy that I haven't had any haters. Yeah. But, um, yeah, like, you you know, you get people dressed up as Leafa. They want you to sign their Leafa thing or, yeah. Well, I mean, I'm sure you also get a mix then of K-On! Because that was big as well. Do you, oh, Which yeah. one do you usually get the most from? Right now, it's Sword Art. Yeah. And probably it, Sword Art will, like, continue to be a little bit more popular because it's on Toonami, and then, yeah, yeah Kayon wasn't, so. Like, the more exposure your show has, the bigger fans you'll have. Like, Yu-Gi-Oh! GX, um, I was the voice of Yu Bell for that, and it was a couple years ago now. It was, like, a long time ago, but people still come up to me. They want me to send their cards and stuff like that. Oh, I wasn't sure how big Yu-Gi-Oh! GX was compared to the original series. I, don't, I wasn't it's, sure if you still got a lot of fandom no, from that. No, it's huge. Like, people, that is the one that people consistently really love. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so they'll just always know you for that. So yeah. that's kind of cool, though, to have your voice live on forever in these oh, various yeah. shows. Yeah, and it's it's funny because like that was pretty much the first anime I was ever on, and I I didn't really know that there was this whole like subculture like cult fandom yeah. for it. So it was just like the first time I realized that I was like, whoa, I didn't know like. Yeah, I feel like I it's only getting it so bigger big. too. Oh yeah, like cosplaying and anime conventions and wanting to meet voice actors is just getting bigger and bigger and bigger. So it's kind of like a cool cultural phenomenon we're witnessing right now. Yeah, and had you actually watched anime before you started doing voices for it? I didn't really know what anime was. Like yeah. I knew Pokemon, I knew of Sailor Moon. My brother was a big Dragon Ball Z fan, but I didn't know that it was like this whole thing. Until um, somebody, well, until this production company invited me to a convention. And I was like, okay, yeah, that sounds cool. And then I walked in, and all these people were in cosplay, and I was the only one wearing normal clothes. And I was like, what did I just get myself into? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but now it seems normal. Yeah, it's a whole other world if you've never gone to one. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I love taking people to them for the first time and just, like, watching their face. Yeah. They're like, what is this? <laughs> It's, yeah, absolutely different. Yeah. So, of the ones that you've been on, mm-hmm. what is your favorite one to watch, or can you say that? My favorite one to watch? Well, I mean, it changes constantly, but right now it's Toradora, because it just came out. Yeah. And I haven't even watched the whole series yet, so that's the one I've 
I've been committing my time to. When you actually get the scripts, do you know what everyone else's roles are, or you just kind of do your own part and then get surprised when you watch it later as to how the whole episode plays out? Oh, well, usually we record, um, if we're dubbing something, we record on our own. Right. And if nobody else has recorded their parts, then you don't know, like, what other people sound like in your session. So you pretty much just have to imagine how their character would sound, and then you just react and... Right, but I mean, like, do you actually know the entire script going into it, or do you just get surprised by the episode and what's going to happen? It depends if I watch it beforehand or not. With Toradora, I watched it beforehand. With Sword Art, I watched it beforehand. With Can, I did not. Okay. So, I don't know. There's benefits to both. Like, I kind of like discovering it as I go, like, experiencing it, like, as a fan would watch it. But, I mean, there's something to be said for, like, knowing where your character is going and doing your research. and Yeah, well, it's also harder, too, because you actually have to match the lip flapping and make sure that it's oh, yeah. actually timed right. So I would assume that for something like an anime, that would be the benefit to watching beforehand is knowing, like, okay, this is where it's going to play out and where I can put the voice. Oh, well, what they do is they show you a preview of your line. Yeah. You literally record, like, one to three sentences at a time. Right. So they let you preview it on a screen. And then after you preview it, they beep you in. So you hear three beeps, and on what would be the fourth beep, you start talking. So you just kind of, like, train yourself to, like, watch the preview and then look down at your line and figure out how that's going to fit in and then say the line. And that all happens in a span of, like, ten seconds. Yeah. So, okay, quick, really quick. Mm -hmm. So how is doing something like that compared to, say, Angela Rules, which was just an original cartoon where you don't have to worry about that? Yeah. So with Angelo Rules, you just have, um, or any original animation, you just have more freedom. Yeah. Um, you know, you don't have to, like, pause just because your character's lip stopped flapping. You can change a line. You can add a word if you think it's funnier. Um, with that, like, because it's not in front of me, like, it's not animated at all. They animate it to us. I just kind of, like, imagine in my head, like, what my character Lola would be doing and, like, yeah. where she would be based off what the script says and... Just kind of, like, put myself in her world for a couple hours while we record. So, like, I imagine that would be more fun to do. Mm-hmm. But then the animes are so, at least to me, I mean, it depends on the show you get on. But a lot of the animes, to me, because I grew up watching anime and I love a lot of animes. Uh-huh. To me, I love those so much that I'm like, but I'd rather be on an anime, even though it sounds more fun to do an original show. Yeah. Do you have a preference at all for which one you do? Um, I, I mean, I just like to act. Yeah. I just like to work like any actor. So, I don't, I don't know. I don't really have a preference. Um, I would like to start doing more original animation this year. I think with Angelo Rules now being on CartoonNetwork.com and being on demand, like that's going to bring a lot more awareness to that and yeah, possibly to me. So that would be a good thing. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't realize how long. It's been going for a while now. Angelo? Yeah. yeah I have been doing Angelo Rules for like four and a half years, I think. Yeah. And it's it just, and you know, it sounds, it is a long time, but that is just how this business works. Like, I I did an original pilot a year and a half ago. Yeah. And it's still on the table. Like, it could still go. That's so, so exciting, these, though, when something's still going that long. Yeah. That's great. Yeah. I was surprised when I got called in to do pickups for it because it had literally been a year since I recorded that character. And yeah. I was like, the show is, like, still might happen. So, yeah. It's a lot of, like... Get really excited about something and then wait. And then get excited and then wait. Yeah. So. I guess that's the thing that's easy about animes is because a lot of times you're like, well, I know they've already done five seasons in Japan. Yeah. So it's so. like you pretty much know it's going to come out if you're dubbing it. Right. So that's more of like an instant gratification thing. Yeah. Whereas like if you're working on a new show that, um, you know, is not already on the air, then it's just, you know, a lot of waiting. Yeah. 
So on the video game side of things, mm-hmm. I was talking to Todd Habercorn a few mm-hmm. weeks ago, and he was telling me that when he goes to record video games, it's actually higher in terms of the studio you're in. It's actually like a bigger studio usually. Have you had the same experience? Um, for some video games, yeah. The thing is, right now, video games are making a ton of money. Yeah. Um, partly because they're one of the only things that you cannot pirate. There's no way to steal a video game. Yeah. And so video games are getting huge budgets because everybody's buying them. Um, they pretty much like know what's going to hit, so studios will pour a ton of money into them. So when that happens, you get you know a, a bigger studio, you get a bigger director, you get paid more. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, that's video games are hugely popular right now. So. It's kind of the shame about anime and manga right now. I feel like it's so easy and a lot of people do it. Just like the redubbing of mangas. Well, not redubbing, but like translating. Just free translations. And then it makes it a lot to import over here because people just go and check it out online. I know. But, you know, like there's definitely a difference in quality between like somebody who's just doing it like as a hobby, maybe at night, versus, you know, people like us who are actually like going into a studio and like putting many hours into it. Oh yeah, there's So, I would hope the fans would difference. recognize that, you know, we, we were like putting our heart and soul into it and yeah. maybe they'll check that one out instead or in addition to. So, you actually moved from New York City to uh-huh. Los Angeles. What was that transition like? You know, I didn't expect it to be so huge because I was like, oh, you know, I'm st- it's not like I'm moving abroad or anything. Yeah. But L.A. really, at first, felt like a different country to me. It was so funny. Like, people just socialize differently. You get around differently. The- everybody's more laid back here. Yeah, there's cars everywhere. Yeah, there's cars. People dress differently. They talk differently. So it took me about... A year to a year and a half to actually like it in LA. Yeah. And now I love it. And I don't even want to go back to New York. It's weird because for so long I was like, I'm a New Yorker. I'm going to live and die here. I'm going to stay here forever. But now I'm like, I don't even want to go back. I love LA. Did you move here because of work? Yeah. um, That and I just wanted to try living in a different place. Yeah. I grew up in Connecticut and then I moved to New York. And literally where I grew up is like an hour and change outside of New York City. So it was kind of like I was staying in the same place. And I just wanted like a little bit of adventure and excitement, I guess. So the only other place I could really work consistently was LA. So I made the jump. No, nah, I mean, that makes a lot of sense. Actually, I think it's great to move and get out and discover a new land. Yeah. Discover a new area. Yeah, I love to travel, so. Yeah. Yeah. Clearly, as you're leaving this week to go travel. I know! But you are actually <laughs> going to be back for the Vox Reacts Tour. Yes! So is that, I know you're, you're selling tickets for that. Is that already sold out, or are you guys still selling tickets for that? We are still selling tickets. I think there are seven VIP tickets left. Okay. As of, um, like, an hour ago. So, by the time this... I mean, this is live right now, but by the time this is on YouTube, maybe not. They might be sold out. Um, We still have some general admission tickets. Um, It's a really, really... It's not, like, a huge convention. It's a really small, exclusive event. So, I'm telling people if they want to go, definitely buy their ticket ahead of time because we're we're hoping it's going to sell out. It seems like it's going to sell out. So well, it's sounding okay. like it. I think you just posted about it a couple of days ago, right? Yeah. Uh, we started posting about it. 
I don't even remember, a couple weeks ago. Okay, maybe? so but we've been amping up. That's our, still our not posting. that long, though. So yeah, yeah, and people are really excited about it. Um, we wanted to do like a day with voice actors. Yeah. Um, kind of like out of the convention setting, and we're going to be showing bloopers. We're going to show like a never before seen anime that I can't even tell oh. you what it is. Like you have to go well, there. Now to I'm really see curious. It. I know, but I can't say it because I'll get in trouble. This is just like Pretty Little Liars. You're leaving it dangling from me. Like, well, what <laughs> is it? What is it? I need to find out. <laughs> Uh, we're doing that. We're going to be doing trivia. We're going to give away prizes. All the VIPs are going to get an exclusive poster that will be signed by me, Johnny Youngbosch, Matthew Mercer, and Christina V, who are the other guests. Yeah. And basically, it's like the first time that anybody has ever done something like this. So, Yeah, so yeah. like, what's the actual environment going to be like? Because I'm used to conventions. Where it's like, okay, there's a panel, and you ask questions, and then that's it. Goodbye. So like, <laughs> is it, are you actually going to have a panel set up? Or, I mean, I know you have all these extra things you're showing, but mm-hmm. what's the actual setup going to be like? We want to do like a condensed panel. Um, and we're going to do that throughout the day. We're going to have Q&As, too. But it's basically like we just want to hang out with anime fans and yeah. have like – and, like, get to know them better and, like, give them, like, a really unique anime experience. So it's, it's like, in a really small hotel. Um, they'll probably be confined to, like, a smaller area. Like, there won't be, like, a ton of rooms open or anything like that. Basically, it's just, like, a hangout session. Um, Johnny's going to break bricks for people. Um, his band oh, is going to... Oh, that's right, because he's a martial yeah, artist, right? Yeah, he is. Yeah, yeah. so he's going to do tricks. Um, I Shine, his band, is going to do an acoustic performance. So it's yeah. more like a hangout and, like, make a hundred new friends kind of day than, like, a convention where you can, like, be all over the place. Yeah, that sounds way cooler to me, where it's just, like, you, yeah, you just kind of get shuffled around and, like, oh, there they are in the distance, the voice actors. Okay. Yeah, no, we want to we wanna give people, like, an up-close and personal experience. And there will really only be a line like to get in at the beginning of the day and then that's it so no like wasting your time waiting in line when you can be like yeah well if it's so small too yeah it's not like you have hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of people in front of you and then we're doing a signing so like everybody who brings something to get signed they will definitely get their thing signed yeah they'll be are you guys going to try and keep on doing this annually if it still goes well well what i hope to have it turn into is an actual tour yeah so i would really like to have us travel around to different cities and, you know, have it be like a band. Like, we do different dates. Like, we go on tour for three weeks. And then instead of, like, fans coming to a convention, it's like, we come to you. But it really all depends on how the first event goes. Yeah. So. Well, good. So get those tickets. Yes. So it goes well and they can go on tour. <laughs> yeah. That's what I say. Yes. So speaking of animes then, um, I'm curious, are there any animes out there that you know of that you would like to somehow get involved in? Hmm. Um, I think it would be cool to be part of the new Sailor Moon. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I feel like uh, my voice would be a good fit for that. And then, I mean, I had like a ton of stuff come out this year, so I feel like I can't even be like, oh, I want this, I want this, because I've already had like so much luck this year. Yeah, stop being so greedy, <laughs> even though I asked questions. <laughs> no, like let other people have a chance, but like Gargantia just came out. Yeah. Um, I'm in that, and then Toradora came out. And the Madoka Magica movies are coming out, so we did that. And, yeah, I don't know. I've just been in the studio a lot this year, which is Yeah, good. sounds like it. Yeah. So, yeah, between that, video games, audiobooks, commercials. Do you still do commercial work? Yeah. So, and commercials. Yeah. Everything that you're doing. And blogging, too. And blogging. So, you're actually a blogger, mm-hmm. and we're using that journalism degree. So, talk about your blog. My blog is called Style Smoothie. StyleSmoothie.com. Go to it. Um, our Instagram is at Style Smoothie Official. 
And basically, my friend Kristen and I started it because every weekend we would like hang out, go to the beach, go longboarding, and we would always take photos. So you really are LA now. Yeah, I know. Yeah. I'm so LA. Um, so Kristen is a model, and I do a lot of photography. So we would like, just like shoot stuff all the time. And after a while, we were like, we really like these photos. Like we should share them with the world. So we turned the, all of our photos. And, like, our lifestyle, basically, into Style Smoothie. So we post, like, outfits. Um, we're starting to post more travel stuff. Like, I'm going to Bali, so I'm going to do, like, a ton of updates on Bali. Yeah. Um, Kristen surfs a lot, so there's a lot of surfing things. We also do smoothie recipes. Sometimes we post playlists. So it's basically, like, a SoCal adventure lifestyle blog. Yeah, it's, and I guess you're just going to keep on going with that as long as you can, right? Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. We're actually, our Instagram is, like, blowing up right now, oh, which wow. I'm, like, so excited for. So I know what I'm doing after this. Yeah, Check Styles the Smoothie, smoothie Instagram. Double tap. I will check that out <laughs> <laughs> for sure. But, yeah, so as far as that goes, then, you're really into fashion, too. And yeah. are you you want to eventually do more with fashion? Um, I mean, I kind of like it as, like, I mean, I love shopping. I love, like, looking cute and stuff. Yeah. I don't know if I would ever um, turn it into, like, more of a career thing, per se. I've thought about, like, putting out a line of T-shirts or something like that, but I really haven't had, like, enough time to really, like, commit to that fully. Yeah. So, I mean, never say never. Anything could happen. But right now it's all about the blog and just, like, seeing where that takes us. Yeah. And what about on-air acting? Because you said you started off just acting in general. Yeah. And you've done on-camera work mm-hmm. as well. Is there anything on camera? Are you trying to get back into that? Or are you pretty happy doing more, typically, voice acting? Um, Right now... I'm just so busy with voiceovers that it's like I don't even have time to, like, go on commercial auditions and things like that, Um, which I'm, like, thankful to be so busy with voiceover stuff because it allows me to make a living. But I do kind of miss the on-camera stuff. Yeah. So who knows? I just actually created a pilot that I hosted. Oh, great. Yeah. So, I mean, maybe that'll go somewhere. Yeah, so yeah. I'd ask, but I'm, I'm sure that's all under wraps about kind what that's about. Kind of, yeah. I mean, hopefully very soon I'll be able to announce something about it. Yeah. But um, I update about that and about, like, all my voiceover stuff on my website, which is just CassandraLeeMorris.com. So, yeah. <laughs> so, CassandraLeeMorris.com for all your updates on Cassandra. Yeah, and all my many things I have going on at yeah. any given time. So, what in the future can people expect from you? Um, basically just, like, world domination. Okay, great. That's yeah. a good plan. <laughs> going a little super villain, but that's all right. Yeah. Um, geez. As long as there's no permadeath, I'll oh, be okay no. with it. I'll, okay, be, cool. I'll be a kind ruler. All right. I'll listen to everybody. All right. I'm kind of thinking Sword Art Online with the villain. <laughs> yeah. No, no. No villain here. I'm pretty nice. Other pretty than the world nice. domination. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, you gotta yeah. create your own worlds. Uh, yeah. Okay. You're like, Exactly. What? No, no. <laughs> If I can create my own world, that's what I want. <laughs> yeah. Um, but seriously, I guess, let's see, what can you expect from me? Definitely more voiceover stuff. Um, hopefully one of the two shows that I produced will be on air sometime in the near future. That's a super long pro- uh, process, but they're both um, like docu-series, reality yeah. pitches. Okay. So hopefully something will happen with those. I wish I could tell you more, but like I literally had a meeting today and I was like... All right, we're, like, overhauling some of it. So even if I told you something now, it might be, like, totally different in, like, a month. Because um, that's how yeah. it works, yeah, always. Yeah, it is. Well, you know, it's, like, when you're creating something, it's always, like, revise, 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 like, with anything. Yeah. So, But at least there's progress being made if you just had a meeting today. So yeah, that's good. Yeah, I'm definitely going out there and trying to do as much as I can. Great. Well, yeah. thank you so much for coming on today. Oh, thanks for having me. And where can people find you? 
Um, on Twitter, I am at SoCassandra. Also, my personal Instagram is at SoCassandra. And then my blog is at StyleSmoothieOfficial. And I think I update that more than my regular Instagram, so... Alright, so yeah. go to Style Smoothie Instagram and check out CassandraLeeMorris.com, right? Yeah, yeah. Alright, and guys, I'm Dave Klein. You can find me on Twitter at TheDaveKlein, that's K-L-E-I-N. And thank you again for uh, coming on. It was yeah. such a pleasure having you. Yeah, it was awesome. Great, and we'll see you guys next time. From executive producers Maria Menunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. To watch or listen to other after shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz, Buzz you later. later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. 